Boston Sports Syndicate. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate Fire the Muskets podcast. This is the Syndicate's podcast devoted solely to the New England Patriots and all things happening in the NFL. I'm Bill Travers. Thank you for joining us. Joining me once again, senior Patriots writer and senior Celtics writer for Boston Sports Syndicate, Derek McVeigh. Derek, how you doing? Doing good, Bill. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. And making his triumphant return to the Fire the Muskets podcast after taking one episode off for personal reasons. Yep. James Collard. James, welcome back. Hey, guys. Thank you again. Thanks for carrying the fort. Sorry about last time, but I am back, and whew, I'm ready. Our fearless leader, Michael, was uh, more than happy to uh, chime in on yeah, the Patriots' he, demise after, yeah, he, after he the didn't, last he season. Yeah, he didn't take my seat well. <laughs> Nobody takes your seat. Nobody puts James in the corner. No, no. James came. James chair stays alone. So I've already dubbed this podcast a very Brady podcast so because good. that is the 800-pound gorilla in New England. What is going to happen with Tom Brady? And there's all kinds of rumors out there and speculation. So I figured we'd dive into it too. Why not? Why Sign should we and be trade left deal. Out? Everything. On Earth 52. Yeah. On Earth 52. Um, but before we get into all things Brady, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the new CBA that's being proposed. Um, the owners are really cramming this one down the player's throat by the sound of things. And the biggest uh, ticket on this, I think, is the expansion to a 17-game season. Um, if, if you haven't heard, the owners, they want that extra money. They're looking to expand to a 17th game. They're going to take out one preseason game. Um, so basically for the players, it's more or less the same. Um, but of course they're going to make more money with that seven, uh, well be an 18th week of the regular season. Um, there's one other thing on top of that, which was it? Uh, oh yes. The playoffs, expanding the playoffs, yeah. um, adding an extra wildcard team, to uh, wildcard team and remove the second seed from getting a first round. Yes. Back. Only the number one, uh, only the team that finishes with the number one seed gets a buy in the first weekend. So let's take them one at a time. First, the 17-game season. Um, I've talked enough. What do you guys think of the 17-game season? And then I'll chime in. Go ahead, Derek. Uh, yeah, I, I'm of the mindset, like, I think the NFL has a, a good thing going. Like, if, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I think it's tough for a league that in the past few years has been trying to portray this uh like viewpoint of you know caring about player safety to add another game to the season uh and say you're all about player safety when it's clear that you're just doing all this you know for the money and you can try and they can try and like hedge it by saying well we took away a preseason game but that you just added another regular season game like you're not really giving the players any extra time off uh and then you know you factor in the the playoff changes and you could potentially be adding you know, a couple games for a couple different teams. Um, so I just think it's it's a bad look. It's clear it's a clear money grab. Um, and I just think when I I would be surprised if the players agreed to it because you know for for them it's always been about long term you know health and and player safety. And I just don't see how adding a game um, you know falls in line with that. Yeah, and and when it comes to the preseason, 
more a lot of the established players are barely playing a half in the preseason, right. never mind a full game. So I don't I don't think that argument really holds water as far as the established players go. James, I'm gonna guess you like the 17 game season because it's another week. No, no, no. And I was told never to mention this by our boss. But oh, is this an XFL reference coming? Yes. <laughs> oh man, what what have we been on? Like five minutes? <laughs> We're already talking XFL. Hey, I haven't been here. Okay. Um. Yes, because even though I love the XFL and I love what they're doing, I'm already getting tired of football. Sick of it? I'm I'm getting tired of football. Like Sunday's games, I'm just like, oh man, I gotta spend my whole day watching football. You don't have to. I know I you don't can have turn to. off the TV and walk I, away. I know. You know we've had a mild winter. <laughs> Go outside. I know, but I, I, I have to support the XFL. I've been no, fighting you don't. for. It. I've been fighting no, for you it. Don't. <laughs> I've been fighting for this. I got a, I got a, I got a few employees in this venture that are uh, ragtagging me about this yeah, XFL. And they ain't gonna stop. And they ain't gonna stop. <laughs> so I gotta fight for it. But yeah, I'm not for a 17 game schedule. If I'm not mistaken, I think the USFL back in the day, which is probably before you guys were even born, um, I yeah. think they had an 18-game schedule. They could if have. If I'm not mistaken. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. No, I'm not for it at all. I think, like how Derek said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it's not broken. It works perfectly fine. Se- uh, 17 games is fine. Then they get that. That we, Yeah, no. I'm not for it. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not for it either. And for personal reasons, uh, in, in the real world, I'm an engineer, and I love the symmetry that the NFL schedule has right now. Yep. You play two games in your division. You play another division in your conference, a total, you know, that total, whole division. You play the other two teams that finished in the same spot you did yep. in the other two divisions in your conference. And then you play... One other conference, uh, one other division in the opposite conference on a rotating basis every four years. Yeah. Now you're throwing in an extra team, and, uh, an extra game, which will probably come from the opposing conference, and it'll probably be, say this year the Patriots played, what did they play, the Central this year? Yep. The NFC Central. Next year I think they play the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous year they played the NFC East. No, this year they played the East. This yeah, year this they year played they played the East. East. Last year they played the Central. So when they played the Central last year, it's and the next w- year they play the West. And then South. It would probably be the South. It's the South. Right. So the, it would, it, I would say it would be either the conference, you, obviously not the conference, the division in the opposite conference that you're playing this year, not the one you played last year, not the one you played before. So it would be the team that slots the same place you did, like the first place team in, say, the NFC Central. Yeah, most likely. I said that really bad. I hope everybody gets gets where I'm going. Yeah, because they. Yeah, well, that's that's just further proof of like how difficult it would be. Like, are they just <laughs> gonna pick a random team to play as your 17th game? Like, it's just. Well, and what you some teams are gonna get nine home games and others are gonna that, get eight. Like, that's how do another you, part of it, right? How do you determine that? So right. It's just, and what I heard is the entire AFC would get the extra home game one year, the entire NFC would get it the next year. So yeah. that within your conference and within your division, nobody gets an unfair advantage, advantage. with a number of home and, games. And, yeah, they're not – they weren't – because I know people were r- rumor like, oh, that means every team's going to get an international game. No, there weren't me- 
given an international, the four max international games are going to happen. But, yeah, I don't, it's, leave the 17, don't touch it. Goodell, think of something else to change. And this is just a step towards an 18-game schedule. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is what they want. And I can't believe that they're not working with a 17-game schedule, working an extra bye weekend. I mean, even if you slotted that before the team's Thursday night game, so that they would be better prepared for the Thursday night and maybe make that a better product yep. instead of the horrible game it usually mm-hmm. is that most people, most people, it gets more ratings than the XFL, but not a lot of people watch the Thursday night games because they're so bad. True. <laughs> even, even James hey, hey, with that one. 1. 1.7 million last week, okay? I think our Facebook Live used to get 1.7 million. No, our Facebook gets <laughs> 1.7 views. 1.7 people. <laughs> <Just that. laughs> All right, so I think we're we're all in agreement on the 17 game yeah. schedule nope. is is a big thumbs down, but it's probably going to happen. Oh man, we need Sounders. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> How about the uh, extra wild card team? So going to uh, seven teams make the uh, playoffs. Yes. And the number one seed gets a bye. Everybody else plays wild card weekend. Start with James. Yes. You like that? I love it. It makes the number one seed that much important. And we'll get teams playing all the way till the end of the year. You won't have teams resting their starters yep. come the last week. Yep, I love it. It is. That is, if if I was a player, that would be the only thing I'd vote yes on in the new CBA. Because that is brilliant. Derek, how do you like it? Yeah, uh, I'm kind of on the fence. Like I could, I could go either way. Uh, I agree with James in that it makes the the number one seed more valuable. Um, but I'm of this of the same time, like with the 16 game season, like I love how the NFL has it set up right now where, you know, top six make it in each conference, top two get a buy. Um, you know, James said it could make, you know, the last week a little more interesting, but at the same time, if someone wraps up the number one seed, you know, a little early, it could, you could have a game, like a, a full slate of games in the final week where no one's playing for anything. Cause now the number two seed doesn't really mean as much as the number three are people more willing to to rest their guys for an extra week of you know rest as opposed to uh you know in like previous years you would be playing for that buy but now you're not playing for that buy so would you rather rest rest your guys in week 17 uh, to get them that little bit of extra extra rest and guys who are banged up um and then i think it kind of goes back to like the the player the players and like taking care of their their bodies and their health too now you're you're giving extra games for for four teams essentially. The the number two seed is now p- playing an extra game uh, potentially, and then you have a team that normally wouldn't be playing in the playoffs. Now they're playing, uh, you know, as the seven seed, and it opens the door for some really crappy teams to get into the playoffs and could set up mm-hmm. some some bad playoff matchups. Um, you're opening the door for eight and eight teams, maybe even a seven and nine team sneaks in, um, and you know you could have had like. You know, the Patriots or the Chiefs this year could have played like the, the Steelers or the Raiders in the first round. And it just I don't know if that's playoff worthy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That could happen. You could also get a case like the 2008 Patriots that missed out on the playoffs at 11 and five. Right. You know, there's a team that could have gotten in. So, you know, I think we'd have to go back and, and look at each year to see who would have been that team in who, you know, would it have been a seven and nine Seahawk team made it a few years ago even yep. under the system we're under now. So you're always going to get aberrations like that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, between the two, I guess I like the seven-game season better. Uh, I'm sorry, the seven teams making the playoffs yeah. better. Yeah. But, but you know, you said it perfectly, Derek. It, it ain't broke, so why fix it? Right. You know, do they? how much more money do they have to make? They have to make all the money you in know, the world. How many yachts can you <laughs> surf behind, you know? How much more money do there, these owners have to there's make? There's not enough, okay? <laughs> they can throw some of it our way, that's for sure. Oh, man, sponsor Boston Sports Syndicate. That, that would be nice. That would be that'd great. Be, but NFL. Anyway. We just can't have Mike on the show. Bobby cause... Kraft, you're always welcome to come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think uh, that pretty much does it for the new CBA. Yeah, that everything else is all player-related that our listeners and all that can find. It's like finances that just get me upset because they're making more. Boatloads. <laughs> they're making more, and I'm just doing people taxes. Yep. I think there's also a, a part of it that uh, Goodell wouldn't be involved in any um, Goodell would have the um, a, appeal. Oh, he would have the appeal, but it would be an independent board that would. Yes, it would be an independent board, and, and but Goodell will be in charge of the appeal. Okay. The the second trial, like if it, the appeal or something like that. Yeah. He would have that, but he won't be part of the primary. It'll be a board. So one other thing with the CBA is, I believe they this could potentially extend out the um, free agent period. If they right. can't come to some kind of agreement. And it would open also the practice squad roster mm-hmm. to from, I think, 12 to 14. No, but I'm talking about if they can't come to an agreement Yes. Um, by, what is it, the March 18th deadline, deadline for the league year or whatever yep. it is uh, for free agency. It could potentially extend that, which would put the Brady watch even longer. Oh, man. <laughs> which is a perfect segue to where we want to go next. <laughs> Brady watch 2020. All right, so let, let's talk Brady. Where's he gonna go? Let's start with the possible teams that he's gonna go with. Um, why don't we start with the Raiders? Uh, James, you wrote a story on. I, uh, I wrote a on fantastic science fiction novel. The potential sign and trade that could never happen except on Earth 52. <laughs> on Earth 52 of Las Vegas Raiders. Right. So, I still think it's. A, I still think it's a possibility. Uh, Mike Mayock came out today and said. Uh, Derek Carr had a great year last year, but we're always looking to upgrade all of our players whenever possible. So I should have tweeted to Mike Mayock, look at this article. (laughs) Because he had no idea Tom Brady could potentially be a free agent. Look at that. Saves you money. (laughs) So one of the reasons that people are are saying that is because the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. They're moving into a new stadium. State of the art $1.9 billion stadium. Nice. They're looking to sell tickets, which I can't believe they're not going to sell tickets. Right. Going to Las Vegas. I, I just don't see... Well, Derek, let's get. I'll get your opinion before I give mine. Even though I gave, yeah, it, gave I think away I mean, pretty you were, much. Yeah, you're starting to talk about it. I mean, it, it makes sense from a you know a marketing and uh, perspective in terms of they're going to need to to sell those tickets. Um, whether it, they actually need the the extra you know firepower or assistance that Tom Brady would bring, I don't know. But it's an easier sell. Um, and well, are they going to have problems selling tickets? I don't. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't know if that makes a difference. But you know, if you want to be, you want to be safe and have that extra buzz. Um, you know, obviously Tom Brady brings that more than Derek Carr would. Um, and you know they're prepared to throw boatloads of money at Brady. So if that's really what he's looking for right now, um, then yeah, Vegas makes sense from that standpoint. But you know, one of the big things that people talked about with with the Patriots is that they don't have the the weapons around them. 
And in Oakland, you know, he's got a great running back, but who's he going to be throwing the ball to? Like Hunter Renfro and, and Tyrell Williams? Like, I, I Is just Darren don't know. Waller still there? Darren Waller. Yeah, Waller's end. still there. Waller's still end. there, right? Tight end? Yep. Brady loves to throw to the tight end. And they have, for sure. They have a stronger front line. I think just about everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> I was just... At, at least from what the Patriots had last year. I mean, hopefully you get David Andrews back and, and he's healthy, and that's going to make a huge difference. But Yeah, for sure. They still need some upgrades on the offensive line, and they've lost Dante Scarnecchio once again to retirement, mm-hmm. which which is a loss right there. Yep. So I, I'm I'm also of the I, I just don't see why you would give up on Carr. I mean, he wasn't a superstar, but you know he he did okay. He he was better than okay. He had a good season. Um, and if you get if you jettison him in favor of Brady, in two years you're going to be looking for another quarterback again. You're right back in the same boat. If you've got a guy you can live with and that you think could be productive, I can't see why you would bring in a 43-year-old quarterback at that point. Now, the other X factor with the Raiders is John Gruden. Yes. Gruden loves Brady. Yes. This is why on Earth 52, this makes all <laughs> all the sense in the world. James, we live on Earth Prime. I, <laughs> it's not Earth 52. I don't a know. Trade is not Half of the things happen. that's going on in this Earth, I still think is we're in Earth 52. We had a black hole somewhere. Okay. Sorry about that. Back to normal. It's it's just, to me, out of all the places that we put, there's two that are possibilities. This is one of them. Okay. Do you want to segue to the other one? Well, let's segue to another one. Okay. It's the LA Chargers. To me, this one makes the most sense from a team perspective. They're looking for a quarterback. They lost Derek Rivers. They're moving into a new stadium, which they're going to share with the Rams. They had a hard time selling out a 20,000-seat soccer stadium the last two years. They need that big draw. Yes. Does it make sense from Brady's standpoint to go there? No. I mean, it brings them closer to home, which I don't know if that's, you know, important to him. I know is, um, you know, that's one of his big things right now in the past few years here in New England is dedicating more time to be with his family. You know, he's taken a, a lot of heat for missing OTAs the past few seasons uh, in favor of spending time with his family. So, you know, is that a, a draw for him to go back to the West Coast, be closer to his, uh, you know, his mom and dad? Uh, and, you know, the Chargers are a team – I think they have better, you know, skill position players than than Oakland or than Vegas does. Um, so you know, he'd have a little more support around there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I could see that making sense as well. Um, Who, who's their coach? Anthony Lynn. Still Anthony, Anthony Lynn. Lynn. I was gonna yeah. say Lance Johnson or Vance Johnson or something like that. No. I mean, definitely not you a probably coach. Probably thought Vic, Vic, uh, Joseph. Had uh, had they brought McDaniel's up there? Then I think that's a chance, and I, and I thought right. that was a possibility. McDaniel's didn't land there. No, there is a free agent where I think could go to L.A., but when we get down there, I'll... we'll get when we get to the quarterback. Yeah. Um, the other allure of L.A. I think is Giselle wanting to go there. You know, but Brady's oldest son, I believe, no longer lives in L.A. Uh, his mother is actress Bridget Monahan. Yep. Mm. And she now lives in New York because she's on the show Blue Bloods. Yeah. So, which which brings me to my next team that's no. been rumored is the Giants. No. That's another one where Scott Zolak came out and said three letters, NY, NYG. No. <laughs> no. 
No. Another one that just to me does not. Why would the Giants want to do that when they expended a number one pick last year on Daniel Jones? Yep. Made him the starter, put Eli on the bench. Now Eli's gone. You've already invested in this kid. Why are you going to bring in Brady to mentor him? Yeah, no. I, I think they have – yeah, no. I think they're going to go for a veteran to be a backup just for a safety blanket, but it's not Tom Brady. If they sign Tom Brady, he's going to play. If you sign Tom Brady, he's your starter. Yeah, he's your no starter. No matter where he goes. I think it's Daniel Jones' team until he's proven that he's not there. And he, he proved some stuff last year, so He looked pretty good against the Patriots last year. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's Daniel Jones team. He's not great yeah, no, not happening. Derek, you buying the Giants? No, I mean that's I that Zatina wasn't even on my radar until, you know, Scott Zolak mentioned it. I wouldn't even have considered that a spot because they have a, a decent young quarterback or someone that you at least wanna see where it goes, you know, after a good rookie season. You're not just going to, you know, turn it back over to a veteran, put him back on the bench, um, even for a guy like Brady. You know, if Brady was 37 or 38, maybe, and you could get, you know, maybe five or six years out of him, but talking maybe two more years, that just doesn't make any sense. No, and I think the only thing that it might make sense from a Brady perspective is he just moved to um, Western Connecticut. I forget the name Mm. of the town. Greenwich. Uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, thank you. Um, Not too far out of New York City. And, again, the Giselle connection for uh, for the fashion world in New York. But, again, doesn't make sense. Uh, another team that has been maybe not talked about as much, uh, but there is a connection for Brady, is the Dolphins. You've got Brian Flores there as the head coach. Dolphins are obviously looking for a quarterback. Uh, they may draft to a tag of Iola. Oh, I almost got through it. Just, just go with Tua. Just Tua. go with Tua. <laughs> um, so maybe they bring in Brady to mentor him for a couple of years until he gets ready? No. Uh, but even Brian Flores came out and said, why would Tom Brady be interested in coming here? <laughs> yeah. Right. Which may be a smokescreen. Who knows? And plus Brady's history of playing in Miami. You think he'd want to stay as far away from there as possible. <laughs> So do you yeah, want to put any stock in, in the Miami? No, I don't think that makes any sense. I mean, I think at, at this point for Brady in his career, obviously he wants to prove to people that he can still play. Um, and obviously always for him the ultimate goal is a championship. And maybe that's not like the number one motivator at this point in his career because he's won six. Um, you know, he doesn't have much left to prove. I think at this point he probably just wants to show people that he's still got it at this age and, you know, he, he's going to retire on his own terms. But I don't think he wants to go somewhere and win, you know, five or six games and not even sniff the playoffs, which I just – if he went to Miami, I don't see how they would, you know, compete for a playoff spot because it's just – they still have so many holes on that team. Flores did have him playing well at the end of the season, as we saw. Yeah. You know, he 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 got rid of the guys who didn't want to play, and, and the guys that were there, he certainly had them playing to their, to their best. If they have a, a good couple of drafts, they could be right in it, but by then Brady's going to be done. Right. So, so you're right. I, I don't see where that makes sense for him. So the other one that's probably the the what's being termed now the most likely were he were he to leave New England is the Tennessee Titans. And again, you have that Patriot connection with Mike Vrabel there as the head coach. Me, I cannot see Tom Brady 
in Tennessee. Just the Tennessee atmosphere. No. I, I can't see Giselle wanting to go to Tennessee. I, I just, I'm not buying this. Um, yeah, either one of you guys? Yeah, I don't see, uh, you know, that's a good point. I don't see how it works, like, financially. Because uh, Derrick Henry, I believe, is uh, his contract is up, so they've got to pay him. He is. Like, I just don't see how you can afford to pay both of those guys. And are you going to let a guy like Derrick Henry who carried you to the AFC Championship, you know, let him walk? And for for Brady, who obviously, I mean, Brady can, is an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. Um, but if you lose Derrick Henry and bring in Tom Brady, are you? is it kind of a wash? Are you better? Are you kind of the same same spot as you were in last year? So now you're changing the whole identity of your team. And if um, so, I mean, if they can make it work financially and bring them both in, then, you know, I think it makes a ton of sense. And then they'd be probably a legitimate uh, Super Bowl contender. But I just don't know if they can make it work. I, I agree with you. And I don't see how you can, for Brady, how that can be appealing if Henry isn't there. They right. don't have a lot of other offensive weapons. Basically, you, like you said, Henry carried them to the playoffs. They've got a very good offensive line. But I just don't see the offensive weapons. If he wants to leave New England because he doesn't have the weapons in New England, He's not going to find them in Tennessee if, if Henry's not there. No, no. It's um. Uh, Henry went on a podcast, and he even said... Was it well, ours? Not ours. Oh. <laughs> on another podcast that I'm not naming because I'm not giving them free advertisement. Um, podcast to be named later? That's our baseball one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he even said, why is everybody looking over, uh, over Tannehill? Mm-hmm. So the players... In the lot in that Tennessee locker room, like Tannehill as their quarterback, so I don't see Brady going there. But we'll find out more Thursday because that's when teams can franchise players. And if, if Tennessee does not slap the franchise tag on Tannehill, that shows that they don't have faith in him. Maybe they are on the Brady hunt. Who knows? Maybe, but yeah, I, I think it's Las Vegas or L.A. But L.A. Uh, Las Vegas or New England. Is there any other team out there that you think could swoop in at the last minute? No, I, there's really no other teams. We named the 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 five. Yeah, we named the five possibility. It's not going to be Dallas, people. So don't even start freaking out. Dallas is Dak Prescott's team. That's it. But yeah, Drew Brees I, has already said he's going back to New Orleans. Yep, it's. Yep. Drew Brees in New Orleans, and yeah, there's really no one else. It's everybody else has their younger quarterback. How about the Broncos? They got Drew Locke. They very uh, John Elway's said it about two weeks ago. Drew Locke is their quarterback. Posturing. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reporting what I see. You know, one other thing I wanted to mention with the Chargers, I think Brady could use them to drive up the asking price with the Patriots. Okay. He can he can play the two off of each other and drive his his price up with the Patriots. Okay, I'm going to put on my mic cap right now. No, please don't. Why if he wants weapons, why is he going to dry up? No, no, no. Bring up the price. No, no, no. He he's using them as a negotiating tool so that he can go back to the Patriots and say Gee, the Chargers are offering me $30 million a year over the next three years. What can you offer me? 
It's like buying a car. Yeah. I, so that's how I could see him utilizing any of these teams, really, right. is, is to drive true. up the price if he wants to come back to New England. That's true. Derek, you see anybody else out there that you think uh, could have a could jump in at the last minute and steal him away? Not, not nothing that like is coming to mind that makes any sort of sense. Um, I think if any other team that we didn't talk about like jumped in, it would be a, a complete shock. Um, and I'm still, I still maintain, I still think he's coming back to New England. Just at this point in his career, with what his priorities are, and you know the reason people think he wants to leave um whether it's money or if it's weapons uh i mean if the patriots can show him some sort of plan that they have uh, to improve what's around him i think it just makes too much sense for him to to not leave um you know he he still has that uh, benefit of the system that he knows inside and out he doesn't have to go anywhere and either relearn a system or try and teach a system to uh, new players and get on right. the same page as this new as these new players and um, get uh you know build that chemistry that he he has here with you know some of the guys admittedly not everyone um, I think the the big thing for New England is if they can fix the tight end position this offense improves significantly Austin Hopper we're talking about tight ends right now Austin Hopper where's he from Atlanta Falcons tight end I heard uh, a rumor of a Ravens tight end that they were interested uh, in. Ah, Hayden Hurst. Hayden yes, Hurst. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. But I think Austin Hopper or Hayden Hurst might be a possible choice. I want. I thought Greg Olson, but then he decides to sign with Seattle. So. But getting back to what Derek was saying about him either learning a new system or teaching a new system, I think that's huge too because we've seen how impatient he can get with new receivers that come in, not just rookie receivers. There have been veteran receivers that he's gotten frustrated with yep. and, and that they haven't been able to pick up a system. So he's he's going to go somewhere else and, and get on the same page with an entirely new group. I just can't see it. Do you, right. either one of you put any – I'm sorry, Jeff. I would say, right, like most of the teams that we just talked about, you know, the, the Chargers, the Raiders, the, the Titans, Giants – most of those teams have young receivers. There aren't a lot of veterans out there. So if the big knock on Brady is that he doesn't throw to or can't get on the same page as his young receivers, well, how is that going to you know, appeal to him to go somewhere else and try the same thing? Do either one of you put any stock into the talk that he wants to go somewhere and prove that he can do it without Belichick? No. Man, there's probably a small part of him that, like, you know, it's just because he's always got that chip on his shoulder, that bit of insecurity as a, you know, sixth round number 199 pick is, uh, you know, people are always doubting me. So there might be something inside of him that wants to to prove to people that, you know, it's not just Belichick, that Brady's capable of winning it. But I don't know if that is something that would drive him away from New England, especially if that's, you know, at the end of the day, what his best situation is. And it could also prove that maybe that was the case all along if he goes somewhere and falls flat on his face. Right. I don't know. I just think that's that's a huge media contrived story. That they're you know, Bill wants to prove he can do it without Tom. Tom wants to prove he can do it without Bill. These guys are gonna forever be linked together. Right. It doesn't matter what Tom does now, he's not gonna go out and win six Super Bowls with another coach now. No. Belichick could win six more Super Bowls with another quarterback, but Brady's not going to win six more Super Bowls 
with another coach. That's just not going to happen. True. So they're forever going to be linked. And like I, I think I said this on our last regular podcast, does anybody, you know, Joe Montana, do you think it was Joe Montana and Bill Walsh? Or do we remember Joe Montana as being a great quarterback and Bill Walsh as being a great coach? It, yeah. You know, it, we don't look at them as a tandem. No. So, all right, so I guess we put that to bed. Yep. <laughs> wow. Nighty night. Solving all their problems. Oh, man. All right, so let's say uh, we're on Earth 53 and Brady does decide to go somewhere else. 52. No, we're on 53. Because oh. that's where a sign and trade. 52, a sign and trade can happen. Oh, okay. We're on 53. Oh, if you go somewhere else. Okay. Right, do you get these Earth 52 references? You you a comic book no. guy? No. Oh, okay. Right, so, so you have no idea right. what we're talking right. about. Yeah. <laughs> so our two comic book listeners, but I think that's all we have. Get it? So everybody else has already shut it off. So. All right. So so we're in, we're in a parallel Earth in another universe where Tom Brady has left the Patriots to go play for somebody else. Sad day in Boston. It hurts. And, yeah, it hurts. What are the options that the Patriots would then be looking at to bring in to play quarterback? And I'll start with the in-house option that they have, Jarrett Stidham. Could you see him taking over the team next year? Same response. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that, and I don't know. I don't know if he's ready for that. I mean, he had what a. That's a probably half. the bigger question. Is he yeah. ready for it? Right. I mean, he played what a, a half this year. They put him in that Jets blowout, and then they had to put Brady back in because he threw a pick six. Right. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he showed some um, some positive signs in the preseason, but I mean, he's definitely not ready to to be the you know the franchise quarterback. I mean, if they move forward with him, you're looking at, you know, a four or five win season, and you're not even coming close to the playoffs. But if you give the job to him, you're not paying him big money. Now you've got yep. some money to go out and get some other weapons. Yeah. So there, there could be maybe one small positive in there. So your offense isn't focused as much on him, which you've been trending in that direction towards becoming more of a running team the last couple of years anyway and relying on your defense. So maybe they can get the money for Derrick Henry. Because that, that would be nice. Tennessee got <laughs> um, Tom Brady, and they couldn't. <laughs> and they can't fit. Never mind. We just solved the problem. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Brady. I'll pack your own bags. I think any one of the three three of us could turn turn around, hand the ball to Henry, and watch him run. I could um, do that. And, a, and you could win ten games. <laughs> yeah. Sign Doug Flutie back up. He knows. He could probably play. Yeah, he can. He could probably. And with the NFL's trending to the smaller quarterbacks, he'd get yep. right in. Um. So that's a no on Stidham. I I agree with Derek on that. That is a no. Stidham is he's he's a never-ending backup. I don't see him as a starter at all. Ever? Ever. I don't I don't see him cuz if if they actually trusted him, they would have left him out there after that pick 6. Yeah, cuz I think you still had a 14-point lead at that point? Maybe yeah. Maybe a 17-point yeah. lead? I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, it was wasn't like it made it a one-score game. I think it was a no, seven. it was multiple scores. Yeah, it was a 17-point lead, and they Brady went back out there, and I'm like, yep, no one believes it. Not even Belichick believes in him. No, and you could see it coming. Although Belichick supposedly is high on He calls him Stid yeah. when he talks about him. Because so. he probably yeah, he probably can't pronounce his name. Half the time. <laughs> Like I, I, like I can't pronounce seventy-five percent of the players. You can't name. pronounce names. I can't remember names. So yeah. So that, see, so Stid is easy. Yeah. Yeah. Stid is an easy. easy one. All right. So we're out on Stid. How about Andy Dalton? Oh. 
Now, uh, supposedly the Bengals are going to look to draft Joe Burrow, who has nine-inch hands. I don't know if anybody heard that. That was the big news out of the combine today. He's got nine-inch hands. Whether that's yeah. good or not, I don't know, but I guess that's a little it was, small for It was so big of news that Chris Sims had to do a, a, an idea of how big of big-hand quarterbacks hold the ball to smaller-hands quarterbacks hold the ball. Oh, yeah. It was it was very in-depth. Well, I, apparently they're still going to draft him yeah. despite his small-hand syndrome. <laughs> Hey, small uh, so, hands. So make Andy Dalton available. Uh, Belichick showed interest in him years ago when he came out for the draft. Could he end up here? Do we want to see him here? No. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, the selfish fan of me doesn't want anybody but Brady. But I mean, Dalton is. I'm I'm all set with that. I mean, if he were to be like a a stopgap kind of guy, like a year or two, for. You know whether they they had another move in mind down the road or were able to draft a, another young quarterback that they felt better about. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want any part of Andy Dalton long term in a Patriots uniform. James, agree. I okay. actually wrote down Andy Dalton backup New York Giants. Interesting. There's there's your backup to Daniel Jones as a veteran. All right. And if that happens. Then we are in Earth. 53. You heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Yeah, I see him more as a backup. His time as a starter is over. There's really no teams that need him, so he's going to be a backup, and it's going to be the, the the Giants. So. All right. I'm very stubborn. That is right, what right. I said. No, that's said, a good take. So. That's a good. T- that's a hot take. I like hot it. Hot take. I like it. All right, another guy whose days I think are over is a starting quarterback, Philip Rivers. Chargers parted ways with him. They didn't. They didn't do the dance like the Patriots are doing with Brady. They just they've agreed to part ways, which is I guess the phrase that we use now. Um, like the Red Sox parted ways with Alex Cora. The Chargers decided to part ways with Philip Rivers. Um, I'm hearing Indianapolis may be interested in him. Would we want to see him here? I I don't see him as here either. I actually Indianapolis a good spot for him. I also think maybe Miami because he, he did move to Florida. He did move to Florida, and I think he moved up in the Panhandle though. Yeah, but you can take a small plane. He'd have and, to take a plane with all of his kids. Yeah, and yeah. Then <laughs> a small plane and fly over there because there's so many tiny airports in Florida. But yeah, I think I think him going to Miami. Maybe Tennessee as a possible landing spot because he likes to wear the, those bowlers. Oh, and now bowl ties? Yeah, uh, bowler ties. Bowler ties, and that would just uh, that would just fit Tennessee. Yeah, he's a redneck then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, and it's that's not that far away from Florida. No, no, not too bad at all. See, but yeah, he's not coming to New England. I'm, I don't see that happening. Philip Rivers, any takers? Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate seeing him for a year. I mean, I think he's still, he's better than a lot of the other options that are out there from a pure ability standpoint, but he's, I don't know. He's a, he's a hard guy to like, like he's on the field. He's just, he's such a, like a, a whiny piece of crap. He's a constant chirper. Yeah. 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 He's just so, so sensitive. Always seems like he's like complaining. Um, you know, he, doesn't seem like he has his teammates backs on certain points. Like he's not, he's, I've seen him yell at his teammates a lot, like calling them out on sidelines or in, you know, if a play doesn't go right, 
Um, so he doesn't seem to have like that kind of accountability. Um, not, I don't not the know Tom Brady that does that. <laughs> yeah, but I, his, those <laughs> those instances are few and far between. But he does, and yeah. Brady he looks you know like a you know like a baby at times too. Um, but I don't, I don't think know, Rivers he, like, just seems publicly. to do it more often. Uh, I could see him ending up. You know, you mentioned Miami. I could see him at Tampa Bay as well as a possible spot. You know, I don't know if Jameis Winston's days are numbered in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I thought they. I thought they had committed to him for another year before he went out and threw like eight picks in the last game of the season. Uh, yeah, Bruce... um, but I know Bruce Arians made a comment about like you know if we can win with Jameis, we can win with anyone or something oh. something along those lines. So I I don't think he is tied to Jameis Winston at all. Yeah, that that would lead me to rent if I were yeah. him, yeah. not right. buy. <laughs> One, one thing about Rivers that I, I absolutely cannot stand his throwing motion. Mm. We've said this before. He he looks like a, somebody who was left-handed and tried to make himself right-handed. You know, it's like I don't I don't see how he can throw the ball the way he does. But I'll, I'll say one thing for him though: the guy's a gamer. He he played uh, that playoff game against the Patriots years ago with a torn ACL. You got to respect yep. that. Right. The same game where Ladanian Tomlinson sat out because yes. I think it was Tarko or something. Yeah, yeah just so. just sat on the sideline with his Parker on, with his with the hood on. Right, I'll forever yeah. give Philip Rivers my respect for that, but he's still a baby. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, should uh, Brady go to the Raiders and Derek Carr becomes available? Is that somebody we'd like to see here? Yeah, I wouldn't. James I wouldn't hate it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I w- wouldn't hate it. Um, because he's still young, uh, and he's definitely he's good, and he's got some ability. Had a good season last year. He's had some good seasons. Um, you know, with a guy like McDaniel's and Belichick, and could coach him up, and you know, uh, could improve a little bit. So, not a, I wouldn't hate seeing him here. James, James, you were nodding yes. Agree. I he has I think three more years, so if there could be a possible trade. That... No, there's. Oh yeah, they would have to trade for him. Yes, yeah, you're right. They right. would have to trade. Not a sign. Not a sign. Not Earth 52. We're back <laughs> right. at Earth 53. Now, if there's a trade, then yeah, I. Yeah, I they like would have him. to give up assets to get him. Yeah, they would have to, and it's Patriots trading in the draft, which, if you're a diehard Patriots fan, isn't a shocker. <laughs> like you have to, you can skip the draft just to see who we draft, who we draft, because. <laughs> Staying up till don't stay up late for their first round pick. Yeah, no. They'll come <laughs> earlier this year though, unfortunately. No, right. I, I, we won't have to stay up as late. Yeah, yeah, they'll it, trade it earlier. Yeah, they'll trade it earlier, so we can go to bed early. But yeah, trading there for for a car is would be an okay move for me. I see no wrong with it. Yeah, I, I can live with it too. I mean, given given the uh, the other choices, I think he's one of the least objectionable. That could be out there. Uh, I'm going to throw a couple other guys' names out there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Uh, if if um, Drew Brees is going back to uh, the Saints, then I think that frees up Taysom Hill. I didn't realize he's already like 30 years old. See, I see Taysom resign with You see him going back? New Orleans. And... He's more of their wildcat. He's He can't throw. He has a couple good throws in him, but... He can't be a constant everyday quarterback. I see him going back. Bridgewater, I see him signing with the Chargers. Yeah, interesting. With the two running backs, they can go with that pistol offense and 
they could be an explosive offense if he signs with the Chargers. You think anybody will bring him in as a starter? Oh, you you think the Chargers will, obviously. Yeah. Derek, do you think anybody will, will bring Bridgewater in as a starter? I think so. I mean, he had some pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good run when Breeze was out uh, this past season. Um, and, you know, before he shredded his knee a couple seasons ago, he was having some good seasons in Minnesota. Uh, so I think I think he'll get some some decent money, too. And that's that's the one thing that would give me pause as a Patriots fan is he would probably cost probably too much money. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't want to see him here from that standpoint. Um, he's not bad, uh, like on field wise, but I just think you'd have to overpay to get him. What raises the red flag for me, as you mentioned, he had some good, uh, years with Minnesota or had, had a good season or so with Minnesota. Minnesota had him, they had Case Keenum and they had one other decent quarterback on there. Uh, roster. Sam Bradford, Bradford, let all three of them go and brought in, um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, thank you. I think they only did that because to get Kirk Cousins. Cause I know, Kirk, but you wanted Kirk Cousins over Bridgewater? Because Kirk Cousins was... Me, why didn't you want Bridgewater? To me, you know, that's like, is this guy damaged goods? Is there something right. about him that they didn't like to bring in a Kirk Cousins? I I think more of it was Mike Zimmer is like um, old school West Coast offense. And Kirk Cousins can run that better than Teddy Bridgewater. Well, that could be. T- Teddy Bridgewater is more of a spread out type of offense where he, he he feels more comfortable in shotgun than under center. This is already way too much Teddy Bridgewater talk. I <laughs> I well the next James one, did his homework on him though. I got to give you props, I, James. I wanted to be very prepared today. Yeah, good. Okay, good. I wanted to make this. The best podcast on our oh, network. Do we have some friendly competition? Oh yes, we oh, do. Oh okay. All yes. Right. Um, there's fighting words. Really? Out there. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, I'm involved with another one, so I really, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm stuck in the middle here. Yeah, you're Switzerland. <laughs> I guess right? I can't lose either way. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. lose. All right, good, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more name I had on the list. No. Yeah, I'm gonna go no too. <laughs> Derek, you a no on this guy? Was it we Cam can, Newton? Cam yeah. Newton. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like Carolina came out and committed to him today. So oh, yeah, I think they, he's kind of off the board, thankfully. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, committed to problem. him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's good. That. Okay, next story. I, I saw all I had to see of this guy when uh, there was the fumble in the Super Bowl and he jumped yeah. away from the ball. I'm yeah. s- done. I'm done with him and his post-game attire. <laughs> and his post-game pouting when they don't oh, win. Man, yeah. And his su- whole Superman no. thing. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah you can have the I, – I, I picture this is how the rest of the country sees Tom Brady. You know, that's how I feel about Cam Newton. Yeah, no, just I'm done. no, no, don't want him. No, no. Is there anybody else out there that you think would be a possibility to come in if Tom were to leave? I have one. Let's this, hear it. This is going to be out of the box. Okay. Alex Smith. Interesting. He's coming back from injury. Yes, a major injury. They have Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Riverboat Ron doesn't need two quarterbacks. One goes. It's Alex Smith. Hmm. He's the expendable. I've always liked Alex Smith. I like it. I liked Alex Smith in uh, college when he played for Utah. Yeah. I was a fan of him. Then he went to um, San Francisco. 49ers, yeah. Thought he got a raw of... deal there, getting he... beat up by Kaepernick. Yep. He was a fan. Fi- fan of him then he went to kansas city 
still, even though he beat us badly on that Monday night game, was a fan of him. I think Alex Smith could be a possibility if Brady go out elsewhere. And that's somebody you could probably bring in for relatively short money. Because remember, you, you're, you've got $14 million I don't of think he's a dead free money agent. on the I cap think, for Brady if he I leaves. think they can just trade a couple third or fourth and get him. Would you have – so he's still in the contract to Washington? I believe so. James, look that up. Yep. <laughs> Derek, what do you think of uh, Alex Smith? Yeah, it's an interesting option, um, but he's – I just don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. I mean, that was a, a horrific injury, and people were talking about him never playing, you know, again when it first happened. Um, so, I mean, I would just be curious to see what kind of, like, game shape and how, how he would look and if he'd even be ready to go, you know, when the season rolled around. Uh, but it's it's an interesting option. So he missed all of last year, plus what the, like the last half of the season the year before. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's. He has um three more years. It's the base salary this year would be sixteen, twenty twenty one would be nineteen, and twenty twenty two is twenty one. No, pass on that. Yeah, that's if you have to take on that kind of salary. That's now. a lot of money. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> well, if he gets cut by the Redskins, which could be a possibility, is that guaranteed money? Um, can you see that? If that's guaranteed money, then you know maybe they'll hold on to him as a, as a backup if they ha- if they have to pay him anyway. But if they can just cut him and walk away, and then you can get him on the cheap, yeah, then maybe you take a flyer on him. Um, yeah. I can't see that. Derek, anybody uh, that you could see out there as a possibility? I know you don't want Brady to go. I don't think so. Yeah, no, (laughs) I don't, you know, other than the the guys we talked about, those are kind of the big names out there. I don't see, and I don't see anything. um, And, you know, other guys that would, out there would have to be some sort of trade most likely. And I just don't know, like, would it be a Brady for, you know, X player and something else? Um, I don't know. I, I don't see anyone else out there that would make sense. I think the only guy that I've been intrigued with over the last few years that I that I would like to see him come in because I think he would fit the Patriot system is AJ McCarron. I loved him at Alabama. He really hasn't gotten a shot in the NFL. He's been with some bad teams. You bring him in here, you coach him up. Who, who, isn't he a backup now? Uh, I thought he went to last I saw him. I think he was in Buffalo. Yeah. Whether he's still there or not, I don't know. Or was he in Houston? I don't know. He's bound. James, look it up. I will. Um. Yeah. So he might have been in Houston. He was. He definitely spent some time in Buffalo. Actually, um, I think he was in Houston because I think he played the last game of the season. Yeah. He might have played against the Titans. Yeah. Uh, talking about Alex Smith, um, guaranteed salary. It is the 16. Then it goes to the 18.75. And then it's the 27.5. Yeah. That's so a it, lot of money. It, it is. is a lot of guarantee that the Redskins actually have to pay now. So, wow. yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they're a mess. Hey, the Redskins, I, it just they came, are a mess. A, yeah, they, spend a, they have a lot to spend. Um, all right, so we will we will definitely know more on all of this as, uh, as we get into March because the Patriots, right now it's March 18th when uh, free agents can start talking to other teams. The, they, they have the legal tampering that begins on the 16th where teams can actually talk to people, but nobody can sign until the 18th, and that's unless the CBA talks push things out. So. AJ's with Houston. With Houston, okay. Yep. All right, cool. Guys, anything else we want to talk about? 
No. I know we're thinking about doing a draft special. We are? Yeah. Who's round table. <laughs> you, a few others. Okay. So keep on a lookout for that. They'll, once we can get more of the details, it's like a round table All right. type thing. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Cool. I just want to tease people. That, oh, okay. That was a perfect tease. Derek, anything else you want to talk about? No, just final thought. Don't hold your breath. He's coming. Brady's coming back to New England. <laughs> just makes too much sense. He said it in his Hulu commercial. <laughs> I'm right. not going That's anywhere. Oh, he told God. everyone. Right, I so that. I don't know what we're all talking about. I hate this that. Brady watch, yeah. That was the worst commercial <laughs> during Super Bowl Sunday. I missed that one, too. I, well... I yeah. forgot what I was doing, but I but I missed. I missed that it too, and I and then I then I saw Twitter blowing up over it. I'm yeah. like, what the hell's going <laughs> yeah. on? I saw, it. yeah, it was. I had to watch it on YouTube again, and I'm just like, really, <sighs> really. All right then, if we're good, I guess I got to do the uh, the ending notes. If uh, you are going to a sporting event or a concert or anything else, and you are purchasing tickets through SeatGeek, use the code BSS, and you'll get. $20 off on your purchase. Now I'm going to turn it over to James for the social media that I always screw up. <laughs> to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, um, it's at Boston Sports SYN. Um, follow us, comment, like, and we're always interacting. We're always on there. Um, also, we have our Facebook. That's at Boston Sports Syndicate, where we share our articles. We have a website that's bostonsportssyndicate.com, www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. Go on there, look at our articles, use the links for Fanatics to buy your merch. Also, buy our merch because we have some great <laughs> shirts. We have a really cool limited edition shirt that's coming out early March. And it's going to last until, um, I think, St. Patrick's Day. Still got to get the details. The limited editions are limited to how many we can sell. No. That's what makes them limited Yeah, editions. yeah. Limited to when I get the word from the boss to take it down because <laughs> we're good. They ain't selling no more. <laughs> yeah, they, they ain't selling anymore. But, yeah, this next one is going to be Red Sox theme, and then the following one is going to be Bruins. So. It's going to be good. And I want to pump our website. We have been cranking out articles like crazy. Yes. Uh, we are heavy into the Red Sox right now with them in spring training. Yep. But we're not just a Red Sox website and podcast. We've also got we're, – we're on to the Brady Watch. Uh, we've had some Bruins articles lately. Derek is writing for the Celtics. We have a new Celtic uh, writer coming on board. Yep. So we are, we are hitting it heavy. Uh, we're also doing fantasy baseball articles. Yep. So please check out our website. And we have – a article that I'm part of. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. We, that we, shall we, not be named. We can't talk about that. XML. We, we, we already violated the prime directive. We the no-name league. Yeah. The, no, that, yeah. the league that shall PJ not be PJ Walker, future Patriot quarterback. That's what <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I was waiting for you to say something like that. <laughs> That's what I, There it's it Cardell is. Cardell Jones or... No, no. It's not Cardell. No. It's, it's PJ... You, you were pumping Cardell Jones at the no, start of this. Now you're on PJ Walker. It's PJ or Jordan Temu. Oh. It, those are the two. It's not Cardell. Cardell... Okay. okay. PJ or Jordan Temu. Practice squad, maybe. But anyway. Wow. Practice squad. James, thank you as always. Derek, great to talk to you again. Always a pleasure, guys. It it was fun. All right. I I love this. It's good to get a podcast out there again. It really is. Everybody at home or in your car or wherever you listen to us, thank you once again. Thank you. And we'll catch you soon. Bye.
Sports Syndicate. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate provided by IMCDM and Jay Kelly.